Unleashed and Inspired podcast. A simple warning, we may drop an F-bomb or other descriptive words just in case you have small children with you or are at work. We know many of you are planning right now from your cubicle. You've been warned. The Engaged and Inspired podcast. Let's be honest, planning a wedding is tricky. And at Be Engaged and Inspired, we'll share our knowledge to help you navigate these tricky waters and leaving you feeling inspired. Be Engaged and Inspired podcast is sponsored by EasyEventPlanning.com, who make planning any event fast and easy. EasyEventPlanning.com. And now your hosts, Kia and DJ Sam. Oh, welcome to Be <laughs> Engaged and Inspired, the podcast. Sam Fe- surprised himself. That I did. Alive. I did. I didn't realize I hit record already. Mm-hmm. Welcome. It's the Be Engaged and Inspired podcast with DJ Sam. And Kia from Engaged Connecticut. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome. You don't want to say anything else? Oh, okay. So clearly it's Wednesday, we think. At this point in time, we may not actually be clear about anything anymore. Uh, But I do know that you typically start us off with a great wedding tip. Well, I do have a wedding tip uh, Wednesday because uh, today is Wednesday. I think so. I think think so, too. We always have a wedding tip Wednesday. And you can go onto the Be Engaged and Inspired Facebook group page and uh, just sign on there and we'll allow you. In fact, we allow anybody on there, don't we? Uh, And you'll get a free... Free tip every Wednesday. And your wedding tip Wednesday for this Wednesday is keep your cards and gifts safe. Have your maid of honor or mother or the bride uh, keep your cards and gifts safe. And of course, if you have a wedding planner, ask her. Don't just leave them on a table all night long. Yeah. Now, this is specifically if you're at a banquet facility that has several rooms or a banquet facility or where... Like a hotel. Thank you. You jumped in. I was going to say a venue that had open door policy. But anyway, uh, don't just leave everything on the table all night. Even if you know everyone attending, it's easy for somebody to come in uninvited and just walk in and take your envelopes. I once had a grandmother who actually had a little purse with like a little tiny key and a lock on it. Oh, that's a clever See, I never always ask, like, who's my designated person? Because I don't mind moving them. I know some venues do not allow me to touch the gifts right. or touch a card when somebody comes in, and I always clarify it. Because there's nothing worse than watching somebody attempting to take their coat off, <laughs> trying to hold their phone. Somebody's got a purse. <laughs> they've got a card in their hand, and they don't know what to do with it. And so I always feel... One of the things that make your guests feel really welcome if somebody says, can I please take that from you and I'll bring it here. And I mean, I hold it out openly and I walk it to the box and I put it in. But especially if the box isn't somewhere where you can... Like, it's not near the ceremony. Yep. I And I plus, I think it looks nicer if your guests can grab, like, a drink if there's co- welcoming cocktails and they're not uh, holding worried a card. about, yep. And the reason for that tip is because many years ago is that I had the entire, not me, but I was DJing a wedding and somebody stole the entire box oh my God. of envelopes. It was at, a, I'm not going to mention the facility, but it was a facility that had more than one mm-hmm. uh, wedding going on at the same time. And somebody just literally just walked in and took the whole box i don't understand how you can do anything with all those checks like does anybody even know how to like forge a check anymore i don't know i I don't know but this was a while ago so they may have just had cash in there too that's true and that's what lots of people do lots of people do that so just be careful with that have somebody in charge if you don't have a wedding planner have somebody in charge of the other thing is don't just assume that you could just lock it in your trunk of your car if you're especially if you're like going to the hotel next, like there should be somebody who's actually physically taking the stuff inside. Yes. That's absolutely. my great 
my thing. Great additional tip. That yes. one was for free, right? That one, exactly. Oh, I'll send you the bill. <laughs> so we're going to discuss something that um, I think is, well, you've been doing this for years. Your way of meeting with couples changed a few years ago. Oh, about 10 years ago when the iPhones came in uh, and you could actually chat. Uh, video chat called FaceTime. FaceTime. Yes. I don't even have one, and I'm like, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> I forgot what it was called. So when you're actually able to look at someone, yes, it's FaceTime. Yes, yes. When that came in, it was something that I jumped on immediately and suggested for my clients because I, at the time, had a lot of clients from out of state, mm-hmm. and they weren't able to meet me anyway. And we used to have conversations on the phone, just have a a phone chat. Yes. Uh, And I just kind of expanded that. But I've always loved having a phone chat because it was a great way to meet your client. I love the virtual phone chat because it's a great way to virtually meet your clients. Yes. And uh, they can see you, you can see them. and You can also see their expressions. Yes. You make a mention of some sort of song, like your favorite Jimmy Buffett. (laughs) Then... You can at least see the if they if their face like if they cringe if they look at each other like oh no 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 like what is going on or if they're like yay right and don't get me wrong meeting your vendors there is it is still important yes to meet with them so if if you are the sort of vendor that loves meeting with the client this topic is not to dissuade you from no, no. doing that and also if your client that doesn't want to physically meet your vendor this is something that may reinforce it the other thing too is i think we all have such busy schedules anyways so i think for some people, sometimes, you know, if, if both of you aren't off of work until six thirty, seven o'clock at night, it may not make sense to like drive out on an additional location to have a meeting. Yep. I mean, obviously I have a warehouse in West Hartford where I love to meet with people, yep. especially not necessarily the first time. I like to meet them like the second or third time there because we get to do things like um, set up a table or I could show them this is how a napkin fold could be. This is how you could set up your table, your tablescape. We get to play a little bit exactly. because I've already know them and I already sort of at least explain some of our terminology in person right but there are times where you know my couples are are working late they may have children they may be going to school so it might be a wednesday night at nine o'clock and as much as i love my couples (laughs) i would prefer that to be a virtual meeting yeah because it allows me to still do my life your thing and then pop in have that conversation and then we all go back to doing whatever we need to do. I've also designed my website so that I walk my clients through the process. Mm -hmm. So on my website, I'll have my music list. You can go to the top hits page and you can see the music. I also explain what I do at the wedding, the fact that you're not just booking me for four hours. You're just standing there. It's like no expressions, nothing. (laughs) It pushes one button. It's 20 hours Mm -hmm. plus because the pre, the planning that you go into it and all the other uh, things to, to do with the event isn't just the amount of hours you actually play on the day. And one of the things I like to, to do when we have FaceTime, uh, as Kia mentioned, was you can see the reactions on their faces because I, when I'm doing my presentation, I have certain cue points yes. that I say something that it elicits a laugh or a smirk. And if they don't do anything, it's just like you meeting them. Mm-hmm. If they are blank and you're like, uh-oh, Maybe I don't want to work for this client at all because she doesn't get my sense of humor. (laughs) (laughs) You're not funny all the time, Sam. But I think, you know, it doesn't mean that all of those meetings will always be virtual. But I think we will probably, due to this whole post-COVID, 
I think we're going to have some of those first initial meetings. It just makes a lot more sense. Oh, I think it does. you're going to see lots more small businesses get rid of their offices because now we've sort of learned that, oh, you know what? It does turn out that we can hang out all day. Isn't that amazing? It is. Uh, my daughter uh, works for an insurance company. And ever since this has been, we've been in lockdown, she's been using our dining room as her office. I'm ready to send the company the, the bill should. for electricity, mm-hmm. air conditioning, and internet. Uh, internet and everything else. But she's actually found out that she's actually more productive. <laughs> and sometimes that can be true. But yeah. And that's the thing is, is if there's times when I've had in-person meetings and all of a sudden two and a half hours have gone by. Oh, yeah. Because we've gone off on some tangent about something else and we've done some, you know. And Kia going off on a tangent? It doesn't ever happen. <laughs> but, I mean, it is that, that opportunity, which which is great. But in that initial meeting or two, it's a great way to see, hey, am, am I going to like this person? Am I going to like mm-hmm. their style? Mm-hmm. Am I going to – you have to hang out with me all day. Mm-hmm. So you have to really like me. Even with your photographer, you have to be with them leading up to the wedding, yep. all throughout the wedding, and then after the wedding. I think it's crucial. It is. And you, you're very important for entertainment and that musical part of it from ceremony, if you're doing ceremony music and not. But you're not necessarily in your couple's face all night all the time yeah i'm always somewhere in the background same Mm -hmm. thing with your photographer same thing with your videographer if you can't stand the sound of your videographer's voice do no matter what price they're charging you do not book them it's not worth it because you will that aggravation will Mm -hmm. be on your face whether you Mm -hmm. think you can hold it in or not no matter how good your resting bitch face is absolutely so do you know which one i think you still should do in person what I think no matter what, when you're dealing with your caterer or your venue and food, you do really want to have a tasting. That is a meeting uh, that you should yes. have in person and you should be tasting those food. And the same thing goes for your cake. I mean, I have now seen some cake places are saying you can come pick up a like package to go and then we'll discuss it later on down the road, which I think for cake is totally understandable. Yes, that is. But for food, I feel a little differently about it because some of it might be presentation is it being slapped onto like a plate for you? What does their plates look like? How do they usually do it? Is this the chef that's going to be the chef for your wedding day? I right. think that's a question that nobody asks, and I don't know why. I, I ask it all the time. That is a good question. You know, how many servers? I, those things you may not know, but like, hey, what are the servers going to be wearing? Mm-hmm. Can I see what that looks like? Yep. Yep. Um, some of those things, as much as virtual is amazing, you just can't you do. You can't do that. We don't have like a cute little device that just like zips you the food and you're <laughs> tasting it right then and there. Plus, something may sound great. Yep. In a menu format, yep. but may really not be what you thought it was going to be. And it looks totally different. Mm-hmm. And obviously, when you go to a tasting, that's it. It's a tasting. It's a little glimpse of what you're having. You're not necessarily, some venues do all of it and some venues don't. But it is a chance for you to be like, whoa, okay, you know, this was, you're like a much heavier salt person. Or what some people eat for like gluten-free if you're working with a caterer who doesn't really do gluten-free, you uh, may be like, Ugh, this is uh-oh. horrible. So that's somebody who you do want to meet in person. And I sort of feel the same way about flowers. think a little bit of those can be done virtually. I, w- I would say so. But if you're a hands-on person and you really want to see, you know, like some of those bouquets are heavy. Oh, that's right. And so like if you're going to a place that it can at least show you what some of these things are, or like are you more of a natural wildflowers or long length? Sometimes, you know, we look at magazines and you don't really know what that looks like because it's... That's so true. That size has been changed. You know, those are things just like most of us wouldn't order our dresses off 
online. I know some, I wouldn't. I I know some people say they would. <laughs> I would not. I've seen. We've all been late at night on that page where it goes like what actually arrived from wherever. It's totally different. Yeah. Totally different. So those are things you really still have to do in person. Okay. Yep. But then the question also becomes of how many meetings should you be having with each vendor? Okay. I have clients who would love to speak to me every single day. And while I love them, sometimes it's just not a practical use of their time or my time. You really have clients that just pick up the phone and call you and say, I just want to chat about their wedding. I do. But I mean, most of my clients, I've, I basically, when we first meet, one of the first things I say to them is like, obviously I'm always available. If something happens, please feel free. Text me, give me a call, leave me a message. I will do my best to respond quickly, especially if it's an emergency. Because if you're standing in front of another vendor and you're looking at something that makes your stomach flip when you're looking at their contract, first of all, don't sign the contract. Of course. And if you want to like run something past me really quickly, great. But sometimes I have clients who want to like tell me that they had a great meeting with their florist. Okay. I see what you're saying. And I'm happy that you had a great meeting with your florist and I want to know that it went well. That's something that can be done in In a text or email that just says, hey, meeting went really well. Mm -hmm. You're right. We fell in love with Melissa from Floral Designs by Melissa. Like we loved her. She got our style. Check, please. Yes. But but sometimes, you know, I usually say like if something's coming up, you know, make a note in a notebook or something. And when we have our our Mm -hmm. time to chat, let's cover it. Because something that might be urgent in that moment may not be urgent. Yep. Three or four days later. Yeah. Now I understand what you're saying because I used to have clients that wanted to have an initial face-to-face and then maybe six months mm-hmm. down the road, they want to meet again. And then 90 days, they wanted to meet when you give yep. the check. And then 30 days, they wanted to meet. And then seven days. I had to literally crunch that down and, and tell my clients, uh, after the second uh, face-to-face meeting, you have to pay for each additional yeah. consultation. Because there is a lot can, that can be done on phone, especially if it's reviewing information. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, we can do it on Skype or FaceTime or whatever. Because all we're doing is literally going step-by-step step over the, the data that you've already completed on the planner. Plus, sometimes it's good to see it in written format. Because yeah. you and I can discuss a whole bunch of things. Oh, yeah. But once we're discussing it, to not have it in that written format, yep. you go do something else and you'll come back and go, well, wait, crap. Right. Was it was it at 4.45 that we were going to be introduced or was it right. 5.55? Like, I can't remember anymore. Right. That, and you can at least refer back to it. That's why the, pl- the online planner uh, that we have, and I encourage... Every vendor to have some sort of online planner. If I'm working with so, Sam, I don't even I don't, don't even bring mine out. <laughs> you go to that planner because that's where all the data, all mm-hmm. the information is going to be held at. So I share my planner with Kia whenever I have a, a, an event or a wedding planner. If they decided to hire one that is not Kia, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But the point of it is, is that that data you can review it any time. Mm-hmm. You just pick up the phone and say, "Hey, Sam, can I go over your information?" Yes, absolutely. And I like to share that information with especially the key vendors playing in it because this is one of these things with that as professionals um especially professionals who work together a lot i know if i sent you my planner all you would do is go and update it into your program That's exactly and then it's what an I do. additional thing yep. that sometimes i found that for a lot of my clients if they're working with you having that one planner is perfect yep when we come back we'll talk about the other ways that 
you know, in these meetings, what we share. Be engaged and inspired. We'll be right back. Meadowbrook Estate is the hidden gem of Connecticut. Located in Marlboro, Connecticut, we offer a one-of-a-kind wedding experience. With lodging for up to 30 guests, choose from our indoor or outdoor gated wedding package. This luxury venue is versatile and still fits within your style and budget. Visit us at MeadowbrookEstateCT.com. EasyEventPlanning.com. Making event planning fast and easy. EasyEventPlanning.com finds the perfect vendors for your event within your budget and delivers them right to your inbox. Search through over 28 categories of party and wedding services. Get the details you need to narrow down your choices quickly with our category-specific profiles. Chat with vendors via text, audio, or video from any device. EasyEventPlanning.com will make planning your wedding or any event easy. From an extensive vendor directory to free tips on favors, decorations, themes, and more. Connect today. EasyEventPlanning.com. Are you looking for a wedding experience like no other in Connecticut? The Inn at Mount Pleasant, situated in Torrington, is the perfect New England setting. Their historic barn and classic bed and breakfast provides you with a full wedding weekend. Custom farm tables, bistro lighting, chandeliers, and fire pits are just a few amenities. Find us at EngagedCT.com. You're listening to DJ Sam and Kia on the Be Engaged and Inspired podcast. I'm John from Modern Formals, and I listen every week inside of our new mobile tuxedo showroom you can listen and download from itunes or google Podcasts. destination weddings unlimited is your destination wedding and honeymoon specialist worldwide call us at 844-666-6872 online at destinationweddingsunlimited.com allow us to take the stress and time off your plate so you can have an amazing experience we're able to walk you through the process and handle all the travel and coordination needs Destination Weddings Unlimited, online at DestinationWeddingsUnlimited.com. Live musicians, custom lighting, and photo booths. When your wedding entertainment has to have the amazing music be fun, organized, and unforgettable, your choice has to be Atmosphere Production. Experience the difference. www.atmosphere-productions.com. That's www.atmosphere-productions.com. DJs, live musicians, custom lighting, and photo booths. Atmosphere Productions. Professional Hey, everybody, this is Lizzie from Taking Care of Tummies and Lizzie's Catering in Coventry, Connecticut. We have been serving Connecticut since 1991. You can reach me at my website, which is lizzie'scurbside.com, L-I-Z-Z-I-E-S, curbside.com, or my phone number is 860-742-3221. From my Yukon family to weddings and any special life event, we will create a personalized menu for any occasion. And remember, food is my focus. lizzie'scurbside.com. 860-742-3221. Social distancing tip. Putting distance between yourself and others is critical to slowing the spread of coronavirus. So here are ways to stay in contact without the physical contact part. Call, send a text, set up a video conference, post on social media, dedicate a song on the radio. If you have symptoms of fever, dry cough, and shortness of breath, call your health care provider before going to their office. For more info, visit coronavirus.gov. Let's all do our part. Because we're all hashtag alone together. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Now, back to Be Engaged and Inspired podcast, sponsored by EasyEventPlanning.com, who make planning any event fast and easy. EasyEventPlanning.com. And now your hosts, Kia and DJ Sam. Welcome back to Be Engaged and Inspired. I'm still here with Sam and we're still discussing meetings. Meetings, meetings, meetings. Like Our last meetings are always detail meetings. 
where yeah. we've gone through everything that they've gone through with you, what I've gone through. Sometimes I'll sit in on your meeting, I, especially with a venue we sit in and I say, hey, look, all of these vendors, these are what we've all agreed to. Yes. And couple right here understands that these are all the things <laughs> that we've agreed to. So now you're agreeing to what we've agreed to. Yep. And we have that face to face. Yeah. And um, that's a good place to have a face to face. Absolutely. One of the things I want to make very, very clear is when you have that final meeting with uh, your venue, etc., make sure you fill in the DJ on any changes mm-hmm. you've made. For example, I go through my planner 30 days prior to the event. Kia and the venue will usually do it a week before, Mm -hmm. seven days. So in that intermediate time, things have changed. Dad's giving a speech. Dad's not giving a speech. Dad's giving a speech. Dad's not giving a speech. Dad has cold feet. Dad no longer has cold feet and would like to do it. Sam and I have had this conversation a lot. (laughs) So I don't know that, that Mm -hmm. you've made the change and I get to the venue the day of your event and I'm, I'm ready to go. Dad wants to do the speech. But that's not doing the speech because nope. nobody's updated the DJ or the entertainment. Make sure once you've done that final meeting, if you don't update it on our planner, give the DJ a call or give yeah. your entertainer a call and say, hey, this is what we decided to do, especially if it has anything to do with table changes. Yep. When they've changed the whole design of the room around. And I, I tell you, I've been to weddings before <laughs> where I get there and the room looks nothing yep. like we discussed because the venue had to make a change. Had to make a change. And that's fine. But let the DJ or the entertainment know that, hey, you can't set up in this corner like you wanted to. You now have to set up in the middle of the room. Yeah. And that's one of the things that you and I are really good about. And I try to do this with all of my vendors. Is as soon as they arrive, I just basically say, like, anything that you think is like a change. And if I know that something's like a change, especially if we've been in a lot of contact with mm-hmm. each other. If it's a vendor that I've not worked with a lot, um, you know, I might just say, is there anything that's like a red flag for you? Because this is a red flag for me. Yep. And I just wanted to know if, like, we're on the same page. Or, hey, this happened yesterday. Yep. This was really upsetting to them. Right. This is the change. And because those are the conversations that you have to have and things change throughout the day. Right. And things happen. There's, I've seen on the morning of the, the, the wedding that something happened at the ceremony that they don't no longer want to do at Mm. the reception. Yep. Nothing you can do about that. You have to, as Kia always says, pivot. Pivot. It's always good. Well, the important thing for, like we said, is a meeting, no matter which way you take your meeting, I think you should definitely try to have a virtual one, no matter what. Definitely. If you can do an in-person one, great, but it's really not necessary for every type of vendor. Um, phone calls are great. Think about things that you can say, hey, I can put this into an email. One of my couples always writes like, here's my brain dump for the day. <laughs> and that's what they send me. And, you know, it's not necessarily always for the day, but it's like all the things that have been stewing. And then usually when I go back and I respond to them, like they're like, oh, yeah, we've already moved on from that. They've calmed down. But they needed to, you needed to express it. And you get that much more because you're much closer Mm -hmm. to to the clients that you work with. And I'm assuming most wedding planners will do that. Yes. And the nice thing, though, too, is I can usually tell throughout this process if there's been a there's been a hiccup or there's something that might become an issue. It might be something when you and I speak that I say, Hey, are you noticing that every time we're mentioning this, that there's like a, uh, yes. And like, so let's just make sure we're both on top of it. Clearly it's a sensitive issue. And some of that stuff doesn't necessarily need to be written in an email no, 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 or no, have no. in person, but it is a way just to be like letting you know, 
they were sisters who like didn't get along and now they do but there's like a little you know whatever it is yeah it's funny that you mentioned that because i always ask the photographers as soon as they come into (laughs) the venue how was the ceremony and how are the bride and groom or how are the couple and that's not because i'm being nosy it's because they're gonna say oh geez this Mm -hmm. happened at the ceremony we started late that's what you know like you get the exactly so i get a little heads up from the vendors before i go to the uh, the couple and say wow that was a great ceremony wasn't it the weather was great when it tipped down with the rain and oh, everybody yeah. got wet it's just funny how that things come together like that yeah so remember you can download us for free off of itunes and google play you can subscribe you can rate and then you can also go to sam's website and all the w's.atmosphere-productions.com that's the website and eight things you must ask a wedding vendor before you book them yes and i'm gonna update this because covid maybe 10 or maybe even 12 but but yeah i'll tell you when i do it but eight questions you must ask a wedding vendor before booking them get this free report i said free report because a lot of those questions you should be asking at your initial meeting oh mm-hmm. see how i brought that all the way back I, it's, it's amazing it seems like that we actually put this together with some thoughts <laughs> okay well remember we're here every single wednesday and thank you so much for listening and come back next one the engaged and inspired podcast is sponsored by easyeventplanning.com who make planning any event fast and easy easyeventplanning.com produced and copyrighted by atmosphere productions in association with engage connecticut Thank you.